passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Believe in Bears. My name is Joy Christopoulos with my co-host, Corey Wooten. And thanks for checking us out on YouTube. Like, comment, and subscribe. We're going to come with you with a great episode in about 30 seconds. But first, got to talk about our presenting sponsor, BetOnline.ag. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds in the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's future only at BetOnline. And don't forget the Major League Baseball season. It is back, too, as well. Who are you picking the one in the World Series? Is it the Chicago White? sucks because i am bet online it's your continued source for all your sports wagering needs including live betting your favorite vegas casino games and more it's super easy to get started so head to the website or use your mobile device to use the promo code believe b-l-e-a-v to get 50 percent off your first deposit that's a 50 percent welcome bonus only at bet online where the game starts Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming in the pod. We got a great episode here today. We got a fantastic guest that I can't wait to talk to. But first, we got to say hello to my co-host, former Northwestern Wildcat, former Chicago Bear, Fox 32 Chicago's own, Corey Wooten. What's up, Corey? Oh, nothing much, man. Trying to get used to this jet lag, man. I was on the Hawaii time, living that Hawaii life for about 10 days. So so struggling struggling to get back on, on the routine. But hey, we're here, man. The struggle is real. It's real. It's <laughs> happening right now. Let's bring in our guest today. We're so happy and uh, grateful to have him on the pod today. And this is an old friend of Corey's right here. He is a former Chicago Bear. He is a former Florida Gator. He's a former national champion. He is Sam Bradford's biggest nightmare. And some people <laughs> now know him as Mr. GT, GDT, Good Deed Tuesday. It's Major Wright. What's up, Major? What's up? What's up? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? How y'all doing, bro? We're so happy to have you on here today. We're going to cover all sorts of different topics. So let's just dive right into it. And let's just start with some of the topical stuff because we're going to get into the Chicago Bears playing days. And we're also going to talk about Good Deed Tuesday, your awesome foundation major at the end of this pod. But first, let's just talk about something I don't know that might be coming up right around the corner. Oh, that's right. The NFL draft. Um, major, man, if you want to go first and Corey, if you want to weigh in, let's kind of uh, let's specifically phrase it like this. You know, Major, you went through the process. You're drafting the third round, 2010, coming off a great season with the Florida Gators. It is one week away before the draft. What is going through your mind back then in 2010? What were you doing? What was your day-to-day like one week before the draft? First and foremost, thank y'all for having me on the show. I appreciate both of y'all. Corey, you know it's all much love, always, bro. Always, bro, always. And um, That whole process for me was... Cause I didn't know where I was gonna get drafted, so that's the like they told me no later than third round. But and I went and killed the combine, so I'm 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 like I may go second round. So I don't I honestly don't know. So the whole process behind this thing was for me just to continue to work, keep my mm-hmm. mind off of the 
don't know. I don't know what's about to happen. So I just continued to work. So I, I continued to work out, you know what I'm saying? Just And then just started getting around more of my family and just started grinding, you know what I'm saying? Like I had to stay focused on the bigger, the bigger picture because maybe if I don't get drafted, I still have to have that mentality to say, all right, Major, that didn't happen. So now let's game plan, let's get this, you know, back into gear. So that whole process was a, a whole grind mode for me. I can't yeah. even imagine. I can't imagine. Yeah, Corey, what was it like for you? What's the day-to-day -day like a week before the NFL no, draft? It, for you? it was kind of the same thing. I, I was kind of up in the air because uh, I had an injury the year before. Uh, before that, I was projected as a possible first rounder coming back from the injury. So I kind of didn't know where I was going to fit. They said somewhere around second to fourth round. And I kind of didn't know. You know, I, apparently some teams didn't feel good about the injury. And some teams took me off their board and whatnot. So I was kind of kind of up in the air and I was thinking, oh, OK, some teams took me down. OK, I'm worried. Am I even going to get drafted at this point and, um, you know, end up, uh, you know, fall into the Bears with major. But it was it was it's a nerve wracking process because, you know, you go through the first day and I, I knew I wasn't going to be a first rounder. The second day, I'm like, oh, OK, cool, cool. Second or third round, probably going to be there. That doesn't happen. Then I'm thinking. Am I, am I going to get drafted? You know, you get, you get worried and nervous and whatnot. Um, but, you know, here, here in uh, the name called, you know, no matter where you are, it's, it's just the opportunity of a lifetime because it's something major can attest to. He's probably dreamed about from the time he was in PB football. So it was just like a blessing come coming true. And this guy coming out of the draft, I think everybody was talking about him because of the hits he had in that national yes. championship game. He, we, we, we call him Mr. Sleep because he used to put them people to sleep, you know? <laughs> oh, man. I'll I tell you, one of my favorite guys to play with. I mean, this dude could lay the boomstick. Him, him and Lance Briggs, I mean, oh, talk, talk about knocking people's block off. I, it was always fun to watch seeing them, you know, people go across the middle. Hey, this is, this is major zone right now. So, <laughs> good to see that. Bro, bro, the same, bro. Like, you, you, you murdered it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Having you... you know, Corey Wooten was like unbelievable strong. Like people don't. <laughs> Wooten was so strong, man. Oh man! And then on top of that, his personality, man, who he is off the field, bro, is has you know it. Come on, we can't even really put words in it, bro, because. You're, you're an amazing father, bro, husband, you know what I'm saying, bro? Like, you no, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, it, it was it was always fun. But a lot of people might not know this, but most people that know Major, this this dude can cut a rug, man. He could dance. He's the life of the party well, in, in the lock in the locker rooms. Anytime we played music, it was always like him and Spice Adams goofing around. And uh, man, it always used to be fun to, to watch, watch him going. And every new dance craze that came out, he, he knew how to kill it right away. <laughs> <laughs> well, Major, uh, you should also know Corey is an amazing co-host, and I'm very grateful to have him here on Believe in Bears. Yeah, I want to I wanna just jump ahead. I want to dive into something right now because I started looking up clips. And, yeah, like, you know, Major, you could draft in the third round. Next round, here comes Corey Wooten. You guys become important cogs in the Chicago Bears defense from 2010 to 2013 that, let's be honest, in my opinion, Easily, I mean, I obviously almost went to a Super Bowl one year, but almost probably should have gone again in 2013. Uh, was it 2012 or 2013 when Jay Cutler got hurt against San Diego and times got tough in the second half? But I want to go back. You guys are talking about that camaraderie. Major, if you want to go first, I want to go back to that Rams game. You get that pick six off Sam Bradford. Oh, uh, by the way, who you also picked off in the national championship game. <laughs> He's you got took his number. <laughs> yeah, so I pull up the YouTube highlight, and I'm watching it. 
He he picks it. He starts streaking down the field. And who do I see with him? Number 98, big and brawny running right there step <laughs> for step. So Major, break it down for me. What was the end zone dance again? And then, Corey, do you remember anything about that? Because you get to the end zone and you go, you're like nodding at him like, okay, like while he's doing the dance. Major, tell me about that moment. I mean, the moment was was crazy because um, it was a slant being done in, in Briggs, or it may have been Tim. Tim broke it up. And the ball, I see the ball. I'm like, yeah, it is, man. I seen nothing but Phil. I looked to the left and them, but there wasn't nothing but linemen and stuff. I know they weren't going to catch me. <laughs> Once I turn this thing on, Ain't no catching me, you know what I'm saying? So I got in that end zone, and what's so crazy, I had just learned that dance. That was a a, a dance that they, they did in Orlando. Um, Chopper City Juke, right? Yeah. yeah. Brandon Marshall, you know, they had taught me that dance, and I was like, all right, cool. So every 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 dance I did, I had just learned them dances. So that dance was the Chopper, what'd you say, the Chopper City? Yeah, Chopper City Juke, yeah. yeah. I had just learned. I'm like, man, you know, I'm gonna put my speed on it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I followed him in the end zone, and I knew he was a celebrator. So I'm like, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna jump on him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him his time to shine. And then he hit his thing, and then afterwards, when he was done, when he hit him with that, with the folks real quick, then, then, then we we jumped on him and celebrated. But major being a part of that defense, I don't think people understand and comprehend how really good we were that year. I mean, I. <laughs> We're thinking back about it. I mean, with, with not really having much of an offense and no disrespect to them at all, but just we carried so much weight with the turnovers, you know, like you having that turnover in that game. And then as well in the Dallas game, I remember that we played them when we took over Dallas Stadium. It was just incredible just to see, you know, playing with the guys we did, you know, uh, Brian Erlacher, Lance Briggs, Julius Peppers, uh, Henry Melton, you know, guys like Tim Jennings. It was it was incredible defense. Just talk about your experience play, playing in this defense. So playing in this defense, it kind of took me back to, like, college. For me, in college, my defense was... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, being able to play with guys like Erlacher, man, help. Uh, Charles Peanut Tillman, man. Yeah. When I, like... Going from there to the Bucks, it was no comparison because they mm. with man, we really laid it on the line. Everybody went out there and laid it on the line, and it, we had fun doing it. That's what made us so special because we had so much fun right before, like like doing like walkthroughs and stuff. Man, we'd be playing games in between. Box them up <laughs> in between or. The, the offense is about to get ready to come out of their huddle. Like we playing like little games and stuff. Like we we made it so much fun because leaders like Brian Erlacher, those guys made it so much fun and comfortable. Man, we had fun out there. Like that, I think that was the that was the most important thing we did. We had fun. Yeah, we we had a lot of fun. And, and the one thing that that really sucks is that we didn't get to keep Lovey and Marinelli and the rest of the staff there because I think we were building something special there. And then you look at what happened with the bears after, after, you know, we all kind of left it, everything started to fall apart with the organization quickly, they had, quickly. They had the biggest, they had the big, we had the biggest turnover out of any team in the NFL. I think at one point in time, there was three guys that we played with. Uh, it was um, 
Kyle Long, Sherrick McManus, and Jay Cutler. Those are the only guys that we played with back in 2013, still on the team, I think in 2015 or 2016, I think. So it was the biggest turnover in the NFL out of any team. Well, that, it, it's, it's so sad that we went 10 and 5 levy. And honestly, like, I felt so bad after that because, like, for me, that messed up a lot too because we was already in contract negotiation to bring me up. Mm, no, I'm here, yeah. So, yeah, because I was coming off the best season, yeah. I, you know. So it's like I go from coming off the best season I've had to now my coach gone. Dang. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was he, a terrible situation. Um, and I, I think I think all of us, because if you think about it, Major, the only person we didn't have on the team was Brian Erlacher, and obviously it's hard to replace a guy like that. Um, but we basically had the same team with the exception of him we're running the same defense of, of what we thought but we go from top five to dead last in every category right and i that is the lovey and marinelli effect for sure you know the attention to detail and that brings up another good point you know when people were talking about this new coach people wanted a uh, offensive-minded coach but i said i thought about it and i'm like i actually like this right we're getting back to the fundamentals Kind of how when Lovey was there, when Vic Pangio, somebody that's going to have the attention to detail, because, you know, when we played, it was all about assignment, discipline, uh, gap, gap discipline, all that stuff. So they're going to get back to that type of philosophy. And I kind of like that. What do you feel about that? I love it, man. Just being able to to get back to the monsters of the midway. <laughs> exactly. Right. That's 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 like the lingo they always do around getting getting back to the monsters of the midway playing their defense, like that's playing hard-nosed football. You know what I'm saying? We're going to line up. We're going to do what we got to do. You know exactly. what I'm saying? That's, that's what they have to get back to in order to get back to Chicago Bear football. <laughs> yeah, I was watching the uh, – I was watching some of the voluntary minicamp interviews from the last couple of days with Eberflus, and then they brought in some of the guys like Nick Morrow and then you know, Elquad Muhammad, and they were asking them exactly what you guys are talking about that scheme they're like what is it about Eberflus and they just said it's his scheme man and it lets you play free and I think that's what you're talking about Corey when you have your assignment and you know the parameters of what scheme is you can play with this kind of freedom and it brings out the best qualities in a player can you talk a little bit more about that yeah. for maybe an audience that doesn't quite yeah. understand that and everyone's so excited about Eberflus's defense and is it possible we're completely underrating how that unit might overachieve this year yeah, I think I think it comes down to trust, and that's the biggest thing. And Major can attest to this. We played together, especially in that 2012 season. Everyone trusted each other, right? He trusted, you know, what Chris Conti was going to do, what Tim Jennings was going to do, what Peanut Tillman and myself. I trusted, you know, what Henry Melton was going to do. If he was going to go up the field, I was going to fall underneath. And that's what you build over time from, from the attention to detail and that discipline. So that's what I'm hoping they can get back to because I think that's – when you really make strides in the defense. And I think that's what we're going to see because we have a young quarterback, you know, in Justin Fields. And how do you take the pressure off him, right, with a great defense? And that's what we were able to do with Jay Cutler and company. We are able to take some of the pressure off them. Hey, there's going to be some times where offense needs to get it done. But for the most part, you set the foundation with defense. And I, I really agree with that sentiment. They have to buy in, you know, nope. as, as any if you don't If you don't get the players to buy in, the program would never work. Exactly. Hands down, it just would never work. But once you get the guys to buy in, man, he's like the players gonna do, you know, they're willing to do whatever for the coach. Exactly. Mm -hmm.
Let's take a quick break to talk about our brand new sponsor, Athletic Greens. Now, tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. So what are you waiting for? reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition and it's just one scoop and a cup of water every day that's it and to make it even easier athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you go to athleticgreens.com slash believe that's b-l-e-a-v again athleticgreens.com slash believe these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration these products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease athletic greens take ownership of your health now back to the pod i want to ask you guys you know what are some what are some other memories that you guys have from the from that run that lovey smith defense run i mean Corey, i was looking it up to, i think i got it right in the game when you sack brett Favre. i think major you also have a pick in that game is that right did you intercept brett Favre as well do you Man. off the top do you remember i i thought i thought you picked off joe webb was it not oh is that what it was did you joe webb yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, and that's the thing is you look back at some of these box scores, man, and even I forget, and I think Bears fans, again, are completely underestimating that we lost 10 games and we moved on from our coach that year. But you're looking at some of those scores and we're kicking teams asses by like 20 points. I mean, there's some games that are just wipes. You know what I mean, Corey? That Jacksonville game, that Jacksonville game, we went to Jacksonville. Oh, my. We we had about three blocker. Five sacks. That was Tennessee. That was Tennessee. Oh, that was Tennessee. That's That's right. And you had you had a touchdown in that one. Yeah, it was fumbled that game, peanut. Yeah, yeah, that that was that was unbelievable. That was that was the craziest thing I think we've ever been a part of. We were just like, man, I think that's when we started to realize like really how special this defense was, and and we just had such depth. You know, I feel like people could come in. You know, defensive line rotation. We had guys that could rotate and come in, and we had different guys that could sub in when needed. And that's the true. Uh, sign of a great defensive team is the depth there and the effort everybody played with. That's what everybody held everybody accountable to that effort. Yeah, Major, just real quick. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure you still follow the NFL at large. I mean, do you still kind of keep your eye on the Bears a little bit, what they do and what they don't do? Um, do you have kind of a vibe of how they've gone about their offseason? Do you like what they've done so far? And what do you think they could do in the NFL draft? Any any thoughts? Honestly, bro, I, I haven't been in tuned into football that much. Like, Interesting. Now, yeah, bro, I, I kind of scaled all the way back and just like realigned my focus on my purpose. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So wait, real quick before before we do this, me and Corey talk about this all the time about you know so the transition it seems like from you know NFL player you know to major right the person for you it's a huge transition for any professional athlete. And me and Corey talk about it all the time. You know what was that like for you? And maybe this can help us transition into some of the things that you're doing with Good Deed Tuesday, because our audience really needs to hear about that. I was st- starting to look into it. And I'm like, this is amazing stuff. And we, we really need to hear about it. Oh, um, for me, my transition didn't go well at all. Mm. It was to the point where like, <clears throat> I went flat broke. I went three years without any income because I was still trying to fight to get back in the NFL thinking I got another shot, right? So me not getting another shot and spending money living, you know, like I went flat broke, like completely broke. So 
battling trying to get back in the NFL on top of my mom. She lost her job. So now I got to be, you know, I got to be the, the provider. You know what I'm saying? My daughter, she still needs, you know, to be taken care of. And, you know, just dealing with all of this, bro. So at one point in my life, I just thought it wasn't good for me to be on earth. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm battling and dealing with that. And um, one day after I got done working out, right, <clears throat> I had seen a homeless guy laying on the ground. And I'm just like, man, I haven't done anything good for anybody lately. And with all this that I'm battling, I'm just like, man, I got to shake this some way, somehow. You know what I'm saying? So I wake the homeless guy up. I'm like, yo, you know, you want to go grab something to eat? Um, he was like, sure. I was like, all right, we're going to pick a spot. You know, we can pick a spot anywhere around here. We can sit down and have a conversation. And the reason why I wanted to have this conversation, because this could potentially be me laying on this ground. You know what I'm saying? So I really wanted to sit down and just like peel back the layers and find out why, why, why are you in this situation? Bro? Yep. And I got on my Instagram. And I was like, man, you know what? Today going to be good deed Tuesday. Today going to be good deed Tuesday. Y'all do a good deed. So me, me and this guy, we pick, a, we pick a restaurant. We sit down. We start eating there. He's opening up for me. And he's telling me why he's in this situation. And he's in this situation because he had robbed the bank. Right? He did 10 years. When he got out, he had nobody to lean on. His grandfather, his grandmother, the people who took care of him had passed away. His brother can't get in contact with no nothing. So I'm like, God, damn. So I say, what can I do to help you right now? He say, right now I'm trying to get an ID. If I get my ID, I will be able to get a job. Get a job I'll be able to provide for my. I say, all right, you know what? The little bit of money I do got in here, I'm going to give it to you. Boom. So I said, I'm going to give you this money by faith. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to yeah. go do right by this money. The pay it forward, like on the website. Yeah, man. Exactly. So, yeah. so I give it to him. We leave. Instantly, I feel like God lifted the weight off my shoulder. Like, God rebirthed me. He gave me a second chance. He gave me a second win. And after that day, so many people started coming into my life. So many things started happening. I wrote my first book, Major Pain, Confessions of a Smash Mouth Safety. Started my own publishing company. Started my foundation, The Right Way Foundation. You know what I'm saying? It started gaining so much knowledge and started learning and started reading, started doing more and started loving and started like things just started coming. So every Tuesday, I wanted that feeling. That's dope, man. That's dope. That's, that's awesome to hear, man. You know, it's and I, I think I think a lot of people don't understand that when you're done, like we you've been playing since you were what seven years old. Say same like me, right? From the time we were younger, our goal was to make the NFL. Did we ever think it was going to happen? Probably not. You know, we we you know we're hoping it happens, right? But then when yeah. it does happen and you're living in it, you think this is going to last forever, right? And then the reality comes to a point where either you retire yourself or they tell you you're not good enough to play, right? And that's a kick to the ego, right? For for a lot of people, right? And I think a lot of people have trouble with identity. I know my first year afterwards, I was like, 
you know, people say, oh, you're a big dude, man. You, you play in the NFL. I was like, oh, I used to. And, th- and at first that killed me. I'm like, used to? Used to? I'm, I'm not anymore, you know? And then I was like, wow, I'm Corey Wooten of football. No, I'm, I'm more than that. That's what I think. I'm, you know, a husband. I'm a father. I'm a, a real estate entrepreneur. You know, I have, I have other avenues. I'm a broadcaster. There's, there's more to me than just football. And I know every athlete, and, and you probably had the same thing, where you had to go through that period and you doing the good the Tuesday is where you realize like, hey, I'm more than that, right? There's different layers to me. And hey, I was a football player, but now I'm major right the author. You know, I have a publishing company. You know, I'm more than just a football player, right? Thanks, bro. Yeah. So for the audience here, Major, you know, Good Deed Tuesday, just tell them a little bit about how simple and how beautiful it can be when you just do a good deed. I mean, it's as simple what is donating money for a class or buying books for some kids. I mean, talk about how people that are listening to this pod and watching this on YouTube right now can get involved and help, uh, you know, just spread more good deeds out there. So y'all can go to gooddeedtuesday.com and go on there. You can sponsor a class. You can sponsor a class, get a class books and t-shirt. Um, and once you do that, we'll ship the books and stuff to them. But two, I just want to, you know, and, and it, like my, my website is like a community. We're building a community to get people to understand the values of good deeds and paying it forward. And how important it is to get ready, like to, to pour into these kids so they can really understand mm-hmm. how, how we can create an amazing community just by for each other you know what i'm saying so we turning this tool into um a teacher's guide as well to be able to teach these kids how to show love and how to be compassionate how to be um like just to show all this stuff because i've never been taught how to treat people have any of y'all ever been taught how to treat people yeah they, yep. they always say how you want to be treated exactly but, yeah what does that even mean yeah yeah mm-hmm. no no for, for for a lot of kids they kind of need you know not having the, the the role models in their life especially you know it, it's good that people like you you know that have played in the nfl that have had so many life experiences can say hey i've been here i've done that hey i've, I've, I've made some mistakes or i've done this right and show them the kind of way to, to how they should go about things and you know i think i think whenever and, and you're probably the same way whenever you talk to kids you talk to them about the importance of education and whatnot, you know, staying in school because everybody always just thinks, Oh yeah, I want to make the NFL. I want to make the NBA. I want to make the MLB. But what is that plan afterwards? Right. What you got to have a plan B. It's a a long life, right? It's a, yeah. When you're young, you don't think that this is, you live like three or four different lives. So so I was, I was, uh, I was 29 when I retired, maybe 30, 31, 28. 28, 28. Okay. Yeah. Cause you, you were younger. This guy only, only did three years and it was done. <laughs> he was playing a 20 <laughs> in the league. So yeah, think about that, right? You're 28 years old. You, you play, you played a great NFL career and you're like, okay, what's next. So I think a lot of people really just struggle with that transition. And, and I'm, I'm really glad that you found your purpose and, 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 and you're good now because there's a lot of people that don't, you know, you know, a lot of people we play with or heard about that we played against that have unfortunately taken their own life, you know, and I'm, I'm glad that the NFL is starting to have resources, especially with mental health and whatnot, because, Hey, your mental health is, is your wealth. You know, if you don't have that, 
what do you have? So um, I'm glad. I'm just hoping they can offer more transition services for guys, you know, maybe see what they're interested in, what avenues they can go around helping with career. I know they have a little bit, but I'm hoping they really make a certain effort just to help these guys with the transition because you go from making a heck of a lot of money to even if you get a great job in the real world, you're like, whoa, okay. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I'm I'm just hoping they can continue with the program just to help people because at the end of the day, we put our body on the line. We put our brain on the line. We put a lot on the line for, for the NFL, but I'm just hoping that they, they get better as far as that goes. The website is Good Deed Tuesday. We were here with former Chicago Bear, former national champion, Florida Gator, and now activists in the community, Major Wright. Man, thank you so much for coming on the pod. If I could just say something on myself here based on this conversation, you know, what you just talked about, your story, Major, you know, it's one of those moments when you're talking to someone and kind of the iris of life kind of opens up and you just give me all this perspective all of a sudden. And I just remember, man, and it's so funny that, you know, when you were drafted to the Bears and I'm the I'm the geek reading all the articles and all the journalists writing all the adjectives and all the things about the players. I'll never forget, man, that when you're in your draft profile, it said major right leader on the field. And it's just so cool, man, hearing your story now, because now you're a leader in the community. And dude, I think that is so no offense, way cooler. I think than anything you could do in the NFL, man. So dude, like, honestly, man, bless you, dude. And so, so happy that you came on the pod. Um, before you go, man, toss out your socials and again, let people know how to either get the book, uh, Right Way Foundation, Good Deed Tuesday. Anyone that's listening to this right now can get involved in what you're trying to accomplish. Thank y'all for having me. I appreciate y'all, you know, being able, you know, allow me on y'all platform. Tell my story. Um, y'all can find me on my social media, LaMade21, L-I-L-M-A-D-E 21 on Instagram, um, Facebook. And um, um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, 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 TikTok, TikTok too. (laughs) TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, yeah, and uh, Major Right uh, for my YouTube channel. On top of um, the RightWayFoundation.com, and then if y'all want to get the book, GoodDeedTuesday. Dot com and my other book major pain confessions of a smash mouth Majorright.com. get it all collect them all man major dude thank you so much for being on the pod dude we would love to maybe somewhere down the road bring you back uh keep in touch man we're always gonna be rooting for you and trying to support your success dude thank you so much for coming on the pod yeah man appreciate you bro Today's episode of Believe in Bears was presented by betonline.ag and Athletic Greens. Corey, man, cool episode, dude. Old friend. Yeah, yeah awesome. exactly. Defensive side of the ball. You know we get down. Part, part, of, the, part of that great 2012 defense. Um, two of the younger guys in there in the draft. Man, I, I, I really wish we could have kept that the same. You know, with Lovey, that whole team the same. Because I we were really building something special. That defense was arguably, you know, one of, one of the best, I think, to ever play in the NFL. And people say, whoa, stats-wise, what we did, you know, on the field was was unbelievable. And, and just the camaraderie that we had, the togetherness that we played with, 
um, we had so much fun, like Major had talked about. So it was just such a great time to be a part of Chicago and, and, and that Monsters of the Midway that he was talking about. And I hope they can get back to that now. Um, we got the draft coming up soon, so there's going to be a lot to talk about. I think we'll probably have a pod next week kind of maybe pro- mm-hmm. projecting like what what ways we can go. Um, you know, yes, I, I think I think it's going to be more de- uh, offensive minded early on. I think they're going to try to address that offensive tackle and wide receiver early on, possibly with those picks or trading up. So we'll kind of see it as that goes. We'll, we'll, we'll kind of break down the, the scenarios where we can go, but I'm excited. You know, um, you know, I think people just need to, to, you know, pause on kind of expectations right now. We, we need a full another year of free agency and the draft before we can really gauge what he's building here. So just pump the brakes. Like Aaron Rodgers said in, in Green Bay, relax. <laughs> and uh, yeah, let, let, let's see how things go. But I'm, I'm excited. Anytime well, yeah, man. draft. Yeah, and I think if we learned anything from today's pod, too, as well, this NFL draft is always an opportunity for a team to bring in the major rights and the Corey Wootens. And these are important cogs that create this foundation. I mean, we always want to talk about Erlockers and Briggs and stuff, but it was all of you guys, man. It was the characters all involved. I almost feel like it's like a movie at this point where you're like, yeah. Tillman, Britt, you know what I mean? Like, go up and down the list, and then you start to meet those guys. That's what the NFL draft is for. It's coming next week, man. Corey, I'm so excited to have get back and we're going to be talking about it i'm with you man offensive line oh boring or wide receiver excitement either way i think it's good for the bears man so we'll see dude um this was a great episode everyone thank you so much for checking this out on youtube like and even more importantly if you watch us right now throw a comment on there we will be back next week and remember you gotta bear down bear down baby Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.